I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Beldum. I've made it pretty clear that I love monsters. I love pocket monsters and digital monsters. I love hunting monsters and I love befriending monsters. I love kaiju, real life dinosaurs and everything in between. What I don't mention often, on this podcast at least, is that I also love robots. Terminator 2 is my favorite film of all time. I even have a no fate tattoo. I adore Transformers, collecting an obscene number of toys and comic books, even going to the UK convention a couple of times. I haven't gotten into it much, but here in Japan the scene is all about the Gundam, plastic robot models built from kits of small parts, forming highly poseable mechs. Beldum is a steel and psychic type Pokemon somewhat mechanical in nature, with a spherical, single-eyed head on the end of a claw. It resembles the limb of a figurine, with the head acting like the ball of a ball and socket joint. This will be more relevant later on, but for now, Beldum hovers around like a little spaceship. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Beldum keeps itself floating by generating a magnetic force that repels Earth's natural magnetism. When it sleeps, this Pokemon anchors itself to a cliff, using the hooks on its rear. Beldum is an odd little monster design, not particularly resembling anything in nature or folklore. Like Magnemite, it has a somewhat mechanical feel, but is technically a living thing. Pokemon Ruby explains it as, Instead of blood, a powerful magnetic force courses throughout Beldum's body. This Pokemon communicates with others by sending controlled pulses of magnetism. And Fire Red and Leaf Green tell us, It uses magnetic waves to converse with its kind. All the cells in its body are magnetic. As a heavy metal rod with a ball on the end, I suppose one could imagine using Beldum as a dumbbell. And this is where the name, Beldum, and the Japanese name, Dumbe, come from. Pokemon Emerald tells us, When Beldum gather in a swarm, they move in perfect unison, as if they were but one Pokémon. They communicate with each other using brainwaves. This becomes relevant when, at level 20, Beldum evolves into Metang. Metang is made of two Beldum fused together. This isn't quite like a Magneton, where three Magnemites are just hanging out. Here, the Beldums slot into sockets to act as limbs for a little flying saucer fella with a spike on its front like a nose. Pokemon Ruby explains, When two Beldum fuse together, Metang is formed. The brains of the Beldum are joined by a magnetic nervous system. By linking its brains magnetically, this Pokemon generates strong psychokinetic power. The name, Metang, which is the same in Japanese and English, combines metal with clang or tang, the sound metal makes when struck. It's also an anagram of magnet, with magnetism being a key factor for this Pokemon family. Heart Gold and Soul Silver tell us, when two Beldum fuse together, a magnetic nervous system places their brains in union. 
Metang looked very much like a floating robot from an Astro Boy anime or an old Mega Man game. The spike on the front also gives it a very Sonic the Hedgehog feel. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Metang show up as a badnik to be bopped. It might be a little too tough for the cool blue one, however. As Pokemon Emerald tells us, The claw is tipping its arms. Pack the destructive power to tear through thick iron sheets as if they were silk. It flies at over 60 miles per hour. Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green tell us, It floats mid-air using magnetism. Its body is so tough, even a crash with a jet plane won't leave a scratch. Of course, in reality, Metang is still only middling in power. We have another evolution, and a half, to go. At level 45, Metang evolves into Metagross. Metagross is a big, metallic, crab-like creature. A central head or body, shaped like a flying saucer or a pie tin, is held by four big stomping legs made of individual belters. It has a metal cross over its face, hence the name, and it resembles some kind of robot or quadrupedal mech, more than even its predecessors. This combining process has made Metagross far more intelligent, as many of its Pokedex entries testify. But one Ruby tells us, Metagross has four brains in total. Combined, the four brains can breeze through difficult calculations faster than a supercomputer. This Pokémon can float in the air by tucking in its four legs. A Pokémon Moon tells us, A linkage of two meta. This Pokémon can perform any calculation in a flash by utilizing parallel processing in its four brains. Metagross, like most Pokémon, appears to have been around for a long time. The oldest computing device known to man is the Antikythera mechanism, an ancient Greek device of gears found on a shipwreck. It is believed to have been used to calculate the movements of the moon, and it has a big X-shaped component on the front, which may have influenced the design of this ancient supercomputer Pokémon. Interestingly, there are also those who think Metagross may come from space itself. Its signature move is Meteor Mash, and it is often found in areas alongside Pokémon like Clefairy, Minior, and Deoxys, which are explicitly aliens. Also, Metang and Metagross do look like flying saucers, Either way, Metagross seems innately linked to the moon, which makes it funny that this is a monster that absolutely tears through fairy types. With its four limbs, round body and blue colour, it is particularly reminiscent of the Tachikoma robot from Ghost in the Shell. But Metagross' stomping movements and great power are more like something from War of the Worlds or Metal Gear. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Metagross is the result of two Metang achieving fusion. When hunting, this Pokémon pins the prey to the ground under its massive body. It then eats the helpless victim using the large mouth on its stomach. Pokémon Ultra Sun tells us, It boasts not only psychic powers, but also fantastic strength. It grabs its prey with its four legs and holds them in place with its claws. In practice, Metagross is genuinely effective. Anyone who has completed the Hoenn game will remember it being the star of Steven Stone's team. And in multiplayer, it was a competitive powerhouse. Metagross's enormous attacking stats and decent defensive stats allowed it to stay relevant through the third generation, and then become even more powerful in the fourth and fifth generations with the physical and special split. It had a nice range of relevant moves, and could even sacrifice itself with a devastating explosion. 
just as Power Creep began to catch up with the monster. In the sixth generation, it was revealed that a Metagross holding Metagrossite can Mega Evolve to Mega Metagross. In this form, Metagross' four powerful limbs are forwards facing to attack, with four new smaller arms at the back allowing it to fly. Pokemon Sun tells us, This form results from one Metagross, one Metang, and two Beldum linking up. The way this Pokemon evolves by going from 1 to 2 to 4 to 8 seems very reminiscent of computer bits, adding more to the whole supercomputer thing. Mega Metagross looks very much like a final boss from a scrolling space shooter arcade game. It is, appropriately, very powerful. Pokemon Moon tells us, Mega Evolution stimulated its brain. It emerged as a ruthless Pokemon that will clutch at any means of ensuring its victories. Pokemon Ultra Sun tells us, Its intellect surpasses its previous level, resulting in battles so cruel they'll make you want to cover your eyes. Mega Metagross has a nice bump in stats, naturally, but also gains the ability Tough Claws, giving an additional boost to any moves which make physical contact. This means Metagross was a terror, tearing through teams in every form of competitive play. The Pokedex even referenced that classic Metagross tactic that, if all else fails, use Explosion. Ultramoon tells us, When it knows it can't win, it digs the claws on its legs into its opponent and starts the countdown to a big explosion. Mega Metagross isn't even necessarily the ultimate form of this monster. Before I liked Pokemon, before I liked Transformers or even Godzilla movies, the earliest obsession I have memories of is Power Rangers. In the anime, we saw Metagross, Metang, and Beldum forming a humanoid ultimate Metagross, just like the Megazord from Power Rangers. I don't think it was very effective in the episode, and of course it's of dubious canonicity. Still, it's pretty cool. Music for Luke Plus Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhays. And funding is provided by my lovely listeners over on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. If you want to help keep the show online, or even if you just want a convenient place to find links to the other shows my pals and I create, head on over to that website. And why not check out the Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary episode about the Power Rangers movie, featuring Dave Bulmer. I love hearing from listeners about your favourite Pokemon too. Get in touch about the next monsters we'll be covering, the Reggies, on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Belden. And remember, I love you too.